We're Suze and Meg. We've been friends for over 20 years and now we're 40. Join us on 40 Things at 40 as we explore this new decade of life. We've each made a list of 40 things to try and we're cheering each other on. Listen in as we chat about our adventures, getting older, and why pushing outside our comfort zone is so important. Welcome to the podcast. We're on episode three. This is 40 Things at 40. My name is Maggie Wren. And I'm Susan Shepley. And today we have a special guest with us, our friend Maria. Welcome, Maria. Hi, guys. Ladies. Welcome to the podcast. Um, Yes, I'm very excited to be here. I'm excited to talk with friends always, but particularly excited about your 40 things. It's, um, I should probably say, what is today? Today is Monday, March the 8th. Look at us uh, up late at eight o'clock at night. We're really living wild ladies on this Monday night. <laughs> um, we're, we're really- Did you know that today is, sorry to interrupt there, but it's no. also International Women's Day. Which was very nice, a nice coincidence to be talking with some of my lady friends. It's like we planned it. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we did. Um, yeah, I think that's actually a really good point, Maria, that we're celebrating all the things uh, that are special and unique to us. And our friendship is really rooted in celebrating each other and celebrating. I know we're all strong women. So that's a, that's a nice way to start this one off. Okay. So how it's going to work is um, Maria's joining us because she was one of the original people who submitted a list way back in 2020. She turned 40 the same year as us. Uh, it was a great year to turn. Well, it actually turned out not to be a great year to turn 40. <laughs> 2020 was a bit of a thumbs down, but we're going to start with the same question that Susan and I started with, which is uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Maria. Well, I am recently 40, as you know. I am married. I have two beautiful daughters. Um, Isabella is 11 and Freya is 8. I am a teacher here in Strathroy, Ontario. I am currently teaching a grade 6-7. And I like to uh, fancy myself a writer. I write on the side. Um, yeah, you do. And... Yeah, I do. You know what? I do. I'm a writer, guys. I'm you a writer. Are. You are. And <laughs> I am a writer. Um, and yeah, that's, that's me. You're also yeah. one of the most sophisticated, interesting, and dynamic people, I think, that I know, Maria. <laughs> I'll take it, Sue. You I take, take it, because it. it's true. <laughs> and Maria, one of the things we've been doing, you know, looking at turning 40, and now I guess that we are 40, is kind of thinking about the years that led up to with this new decade, especially our 20s and 30s. Mm. How would you describe your 20s and 30s? What was, what was happening in your life at that time? You know, I would say I started my 20s full of promise and hope. I think I was so naive and, and young and innocent, and then I moved away to university where I met very wonderful people such as yourselves. <laughs> and then something changed in my mid-20s. And then I would characterize the rest of it as the, the taking wings. I moved to Europe for two years. I just, sometimes I think I was so alive in those mid-20s. And I probably was exactly who I was supposed to be based on the formative years in my early 20s. But the 20s were about taking flight 
Yes. And then my 30s were about putting down roots in a way that I was ready to do because of all of the great adventures leading up to it. So there's my philosophical way, taking flight and then putting down roots. That's beautiful. It. And you really did have some <laughs> flight through your 20s. You were yes, you exploring did. Yeah. and having adventures. And, and you mentioned um, part of that period was when the three of us met. Do you remember mm -hmm. what happened, Maria, or how we... How we I all have been... Yeah, I've been trying to think about the moment we met. And I feel like it was more of a string of visits. Yes. So we... So I did not go to high school with you two, whereas we, I think, met through the mutual friends that I went to high school with. Yeah. You had all started university a year before I did, because I had taken a year off after our OAC year. But I've met you through those mutual friends. So I think I actually came to some Frosh Week activities where I would have met you. What else did... And then... so. I just feel like there was a lot of time where things really developed on Patricia Street. Yeah. I remember you had that house. Was it on Huron Street? Yep. I was yes. a Huron Street girl. That's right. And I remember <laughs> it was also conveniently on the way downtown, sometimes to the bar. So I feel like we stopped in there quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but I, yeah, I can't remember the very first time I met you. And it was definitely through our friends. Mm -hmm. And then, and then uh, I just remember every time I did meet you or spend time with you or hang out with you, thinking how delightful and wonderful you were. That's always was my Aww. impression of Maria. I was just like, you are such a gem, such a great person. <laughs> I, in some ways, I feel like the, the meeting, this is going to sound very touching, but it's like, I don't remember not, I remember obviously not knowing you prior to university, but then it was like you were always part of my life from that moment on. Mm -hmm. There wasn't like an exact moment where we were like, let's be friends. But it was just, I think we just organically came together. Yeah. And I'm very grateful. Meant to be. It's meant to be. Definitely. And I think the three of us, we all, you know, had some similarities, especially mm -hmm our 20s where we were all living in different places yes that adventurous spirit um had stayed you know we all ended up doing multiple degrees so stayed yes. a little bit longer <laughs> in our post-secondary studies we did um, so it was kind of a bond that way too I think mm -hmm. through some shared experience yeah we do have a lot now that I think about it, there's a lot rooting to yeah. us particularly together all right, Maria, I'm going to ask you uh, a question, which was, which is, what was turning 40 like for you? How did you mark this new decade? So tell us a little bit about what's your experience been like turning 40? What's that experience been like for you so far? Well, initially 40, it was an ongoing running joke in my family because my one sister convinced my youngest daughter that I was in fact already 40. <laughs> so I got a Mother's Day gift. And you know when little kids, the teachers get them to, they interview the kid about their parent and then you get these very cute, funny answers. Well, it was, how old is your mom? And it already said 40. And I said, <laughs> wait a minute, what? And there's my little, you know, five-year-old breaking down thinking that I'm not happy with her gift. And I'm saying, no, 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 mommy loves it. Thinking like, who do I need to speak to about this? <laughs> because I need to correct this 40. mistake. Yeah. Yes. But as the list, I have to say, really helped to trying to 
turn things like just my perspective, but 39, the end of 2019, our 39th year was yeah. a really difficult one. So switching over to 2020, I was ready for the good. I was ready to see the sunshine again. So 40 kind of took on kind of like that next chapter. So if the twenties were taking flight, the thirties were putting down roots. I think my husband and I, we really kind of co-embraced this idea that maybe we're back to the flying part, watching mm. our kids take flight. Yeah. Having that freedom again. Yeah. That's interesting. I know. Isn't it interesting in a way, because now we have this whole new decade and we can kind of make it and set our intention about what we want to create mm -hmm. in a really purposeful way, maybe with a little bit more insight than we did before. I mean, in my 20s, certainly, I probably looked ahead to like 21 or 25, but I don't know if I was <laughs> thinking deep philosophical questions about where do I want this decade to go? Whereas now I'm asking myself those questions, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. very true. It feels like you can be more intentional in the forties yep. and maybe get back to some of those things that, yeah, that you really value. So, so I guess Maria, you know, on that note, I mean, you really jumped into the 40 things list. You were one of the first people to say, yep, <laughs> set me up, I'm in. So what was it about doing 40 things and creating your list that was so compelling to you? Well, I love list making, first of all. <laughs> Welcome aboard. I'm a list maker. Yes. So yes. You had me at list. But <laughs> also, so when that January, so January of 2020, when I wrote my list, you ladies had already put yours out there. And I know I, you know, I'd overheard the conversations about doing this. And as I said earlier, that's like, I took a bit of a, a, a nosedive life-wise. I had taken on far too much. And it was almost as if my body just said, hey, like, you're not 22 again. You don't bounce back like you used to. And I really had to switch the way I was thinking about things. And then we ended 2019 in Disney World, the most magical place on earth. Right. 100%, as absolutely. A, yeah. And as a family, like Eric and I, my husband, we just looked at each other so many times. And still to this day, we say, that trip was like life-changing for us as a family, as a couple. I just feel like I had grown so much through the struggle of the 2019 that this idea of making a list and again, the intentionality, that idea of choosing expansive things that are going to challenge me, push me, and that I know will bring so much love and joy to the people I love and cherish in my life. It was, yeah. and then again, you had me at list. <laughs> so how did you pick your items? Well, some were very silly, like try fake nails, which by the way, I had them done today. And oh! I thought, I'm 40. I've never had my nails done. Like, that seems like a really fun thing to try. So I actually love it. So I've been getting my nails done regularly now. So some were silly like that. Some were things that I had dreamt of doing in different ways since I was in high school such as writing down my family history. And I missed it with my grandparents on my dad's side. And then I was like, no, no, I'll just get my mom's parents. And then they passed away. And I thought, like, if I keep waiting, <laughs> life isn't things. And then of course I had some fun travel ideas. I had to coronify a few of these things and I'm going to have to revamp it because 
some stuff is just going to have to wait or take on a different look. But, but yeah, I tried to mix a collection of stuff that was just for me, stuff that involved my family, stuff that has been on my mind for years and stuff that never really thought of, but thought, you know what, that would be fun. So I tried to really mix it up. I love that. And can, I remember one of your things was to find the perfect coffee table. Yes. <laughs> Do you hear the love in my voice? I'm yes. imagining it right now. So that actually evolved a little bit. Um, the reason I put that on my list is because I do have a tendency to rush through things that instead of picking the perfect coffee table, I'm very likely to pick the closest thing that is available at this moment, coffee right. table. Yeah. But then I've already invested a portion of money into it, even if I don't love it. And then I kind of just live with it. And I didn't want that. So we are in our, our house that Eric and I are in love with. We, I really wanted to make it a home. And I thought, I'm not going to rush this item. So we had used this tiny kid Ikea table. And I thought, no, I'm going to fix this. So what ended up happening is I was at a secondhand furniture store and found not a coffee table, but a Mad Men styled um, hutch. And I thought, wait a minute, I could turn this hutch into something really special. And then we had this antique trunk that was being used to hold the TV, became the coffee table. And I thought, this room is perfect. So it kind of switched a little bit in the moment, but I'm absolutely in love with the results. I love it. I really and I waited. <laughs> I relate to your, you just buy furniture and then it just stays with you forever and you never upgrade it. So, <laughs> so much, Maria, because I look at yeah. these times, I was like, I don't love that but I don't hate it enough. And so you just put it off and it becomes yeah. part of your look. But I think maybe we're getting to the agent stage where we can be <laughs> creative, but, and I also uh, wanted to sing Lizzo when you said, get your nails done, check my nails, baby, how we do. <laughs> just me, just me. Good as hell, good as hell, uh, girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Maria, the, the family history, I just have to ask you about this because of course, mm -hmm. Oh, Megan, I are also history nerd, lovers. Nerd alerts. Yeah. What was that experience like for you to sit down and, and engage with your parents in these stories and, and capture those memories for, for you and your family? Honestly, when I look at the finished product, I think, what a beautiful gift. But I'm really honest, that time that I spent curled up in an armchair, talking with my parents, listening, crying together, laughing together. That was the gift. That, I think, is what my heart yearned for all these years, more than a book with my name on it. But it was that connection with the past. I learned stuff about my parents and their years together that I had no idea about. And, you know, when you watch your parents reminisce, look at each other lovingly and say, like, those were hard times, but... And the fact that there's a but, mm -hmm. honestly, that was the biggest gift for me. And because I like to multitask a little, I actually slipped in one of my other list items, which was gather up all of my favorite childhood recipes in my mom's handwriting. And I actually slipped that in the back of the book as kind of a appendix, if you will. Oh. And, oh. and seeing my family members when they were combing through that book at Christmas, like that also was such a gift to see, to 
to be able to try and capture what I gained so that they can see it too. It was, I, that was beautiful. Yeah, honestly, that's so, that's, I, I love that Maria so much because sharing it with other people is just a huge part of this, right? Like it's lovely to have dreams and it's lovely to be purposeful about things we've always said. And, and, and that piece about, you know, time is not infinite. We don't know what the future holds. So we need to take, I think that's the beauty of a list like this is that mm -hmm. we always kind of assume, oh, we'll get to that. I'll get to it. You know, when I have time, when things calm down, when my kid's a little older. And I think that's the great thing about making a list and getting on top of it is that it gets you an opportunity to do it now and not put it off and, and have that lovely experience. I think that's gorgeous. Amazing. You're inspiring in so many ways. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. So let me ask you, so we've talked about a number of things off your list and, and why we've chosen them. So we've highlighted a few. Is there anything next on your list that you want to tackle? Something that's coming up or that you're kind of thinking for the year ahead or for the month ahead or for however long ahead you're thinking towards? Well, I just booked a campsite at the Pinery mm. because to camp as a family is on my list. I'm a little nervous, but the girls are super excited, Eric's delighted. And I think we will have a great time. Um, and we love going to provincial parks. We go all the time. We're Pinery, Lake Huron Beach people. Yeah. Right. But to actually camp in tents. Have Hello. you ever we'll camped before? Where, did you grow up in a camping family, Maria? We, during my teenage years, my parents would always get a campsite at the Pinery on Lake Huron for about two to three weeks, but they had a trailer like a camper. So we would all pile in the camper because um, most of my siblings had already gone off and been married. So there weren't many of us left at home. So we would just pile in the camper sleep. So we didn't actually do tent sleeping. And I've done the odd night here and there, never with, like I'm actually right now envisioning my last night in a tent and it was not pleasant. There's a right. lot of crying. Are they ever? I just, I can't. Last not year, so I, just, I, just, yeah, I, I had so camping on my list last year, and then I abandoned it this year. <laughs> <laughs> you had greater clarity from 2021. Yeah, no, so the girls are psyched. So that is, I just booked that. Yay. Just this past weekend. And um, what else do I got here? I actually went through my list. Oh, we have to write a will. Yes. Although I won't lie, that's turning into like, the punishment-y kind of list of them because maybe, I should have jumped on maybe that might be now but I'm you know what I am sure so I did my will last year too and mm -hmm. it was scary it took me a while to get it done I like started the process and then kind of stepped away for a while and then finally went back to it but when I was done and I dropped a thousand bucks um, honestly <laughs> I felt so good and so strong and grown up and like my stuff was taken care of. And then I couldn't shut up about it because I just wanted everybody to know <laughs> will. So well, I find the same. Yeah, I, I, I know it needs to be done because like we've got children and we've yes. got a mortgage and I feel like those are the things that I feel like I need to write stuff down about. So should I get taken from this earth too soon? That there's, there's stuff in place because yeah. it's not just... I don't know. I, but mm -hmm. it's kind of just, I feel like it kind of glares at me from the will, from the, the list, not the will. Clearly it's glaring at me. I do actually have a list item that I've done once already, but it's on the radar again because it turned into a 
a thing that we want to do over and over. One of my list items was to take my mom away on just a mini getaway. Mm. And because of COVID, we had to be specific. But we just went to a cottage on Lake Huron, my sisters and I. And we had so much fun with my mom that it was immediately a, we do this every year thing. So we're doing that again in July. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Inspiring. You've got, I mean, the fact is, I think we should give ourselves all a pat on the back. The fact that we were able to purposefully achieve anything in 2020 into 2021, (laughs) because it was a tough year to focus, but I don't know about you both, but I I really like the push. I like the push and I like what I get Mm -hmm. from having things that I'm trying to work towards things that I've identified that that matter to me. So I love that you're doing it with us. I'm so happy to have this and have you along for the journey. Um, if you do want to post oh, yes. updated one, you can, you don't have to, you can, you can uh, work away at your list from 2020, or if you want to post something, then just let us know. Cause we can always put it up on the Facebook page so people can see some of the things that you're working for sure. on. Um, well, I think maybe for time we should wrap it up um, and mm-hmm. and just say for myself and I'm sure Suze will have things, but you your list is amazing. I'm so grateful to have you along. I learned so much from you. It gives me inspiration, especially as I move forward. I really love the family history part. It gives me a lot to think about. So thank you so much for joining us tonight and taking time out because we know how precious your time is and it's been lovely just to catch up with you. Absolutely. It was, it, I love you guys. It's always great to be able to chat and catch up. Absolutely. Thank you, Maria. If you want to know more information about our list and see what we're going to be tackling this year, we'll put the 40 things at 40 Facebook link in the show notes.